Ladies and gentlemen, filmmakers and moviegoers alike, welcome to Critically Casual. I'm off place. I'm off my mark. Uh, yeah, here we go. I'm your host, Three Cuffs, and joining me as always is the amazing, P uh, I mean, Dev. Say hi, Dev. Fuck you. <laughs> hi, Dev. How are you today? What's up? I'm all right. That's good. You? I'm doing great. I had a fun day of stepmother birthday, and I'm going to be completely honest. This food tastes a lot better than I thought it would, so I'm not going to put it to the side for this show. I'm just going to be sitting here eating it while we're having this conversation. Great for audio listeners. Absolutely. I won't have my mouth like right here, right next to the mic. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to enjoy this. Sorry, everybody else. <laughs> but hi, welcome to Crazy Casual. I'm your host, and this week, because you know I'm super smart, I've decided to call this week's show Revolutionary Mockery. Um, I'll figure out later why, because I'm clever. <laughs> you can't see all of my uh, eyebrow movements here in the uh, the audio form, but still. Uh, hi. We're, uh, we're talking about The Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 1, and then we're going to talk about The Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 2, and then we're going to end everything with the news and wrap-up. Um, oh. Excuse me. That was great for audio listeners, too. You're just killing it today, bud. <sighs> well, welcome mm -hmm. to Crick Casual. Let's start over. Ready? From the top. This is not no, pre-recorded. Come on. <laughs> I'll start the music again. It doesn't matter. We'll start over. Okay. Um, no, let's get in here. Let's start talking about the first movie today, which is Hunger Games, The Mocking, or The Mo the, the Hunger Games, Mocking J Part 1. Ah, uh, yeah, this is my part, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, uh, came out uh, November 21st, 2014, uh, with a budget of 125 million u.s opening made 121 million well uh u.s gross 30 337 million and worldwide 755 million so it did its budget uh it was directed by francis lawrence sure. hold on just checking something checking something okay Checking if it's starred by Jennifer Lawrence. Well, I know it's starred by Jennifer Lawrence. You what? <laughs> fucker. Are you are you checking to see if Marvel count is if X Men counts as Marvel? No. no. <laughs> I'm checking if there's any relation like relation to Jennifer Lawrence, sir. Okay. Okay. Asshole. Fine. <laughs> I understand. Oh, I'm trying to set you up for your Marvel connection here, if there is one. I, I, I do that when I want to. Fine. <laughs> I'll walk away from it then. Uh, so let's start talking about this movie. Um, I, when I think of The Hunger Games. No relation. No relation. First I can tell. Who has no relation? Francis Lawrence. The <laughs> I you need to stop. I am not at the mental capacity to deal with this shit right now. <laughs> okay. I'll calm down. I'm sorry. I like messing with you. I'll calm. Collected. Go on. So when I think of the Hunger Games. I think of the first movie. You know, the big fight, the super fancy technology dome stuff, the the suspense of things happening. Sorry, I'll move my microphone a bit closer so you can hear better. Um but when I um watch this movie, get really none of that. I like there's I like it, this is one of those movies or even when because I did shut off my brain my brain like I watched this 
and just watched it. I didn't say anything while watching it. I was just, I'm just going to sit here, see how it goes. I wrote notes, of course, but I like kept them pretty darn simple. This was boring. And like, it's really different from the first couple of movies, uh, especially in its pacing and its storytelling. Uh, the cinematography is about the same. I'll I'll leave that as is. I don't think much has changed there, honestly. I mean, maybe they tightened it up a little bit by not using seven shots of the same pose of her bow drawing an arrow. But at the same time, they also had us watch a movie trailer for this movie in this movie, essentially. So yeah, that was a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, that felt really off. It did. Like, like I understand. Go ahead. No, you you first. Like I understand that this whole world is supposed to be like marketing and sloganism, and the second movie kind of gives us a little more insight to why. What's her name? I forget the rebellion leader. Um. Why? Boing? Yes. President Coin. President Coin. Like, it gives us a little bit more perspective why she makes these decisions in the second movie. But it just feels weird and out of place, honestly. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. It's just... This movie, it's honestly not awful. Like, I wouldn't give it nearly as low of a score as I did a, a movie a couple weeks ago. But uh, well, listen to all the podcasts to find out which one it was. <laughs> Upload all the podcasts so they can... Anyways. <laughs> um, but at the same time, like I don't think I'll ever watch this again. This no, is, I have no plan. This was maybe my second viewing. And it was... Boring. Nothing happens for the first 50 minutes. I think the first explosion happens in this movie at like 45 minutes into the movie that I wrote down. But then the first actual bit of combat is it or things are happening. Um, that doesn't happen until like 54 minutes into 55 minutes into the movie. And this is a two hour long movie. They treat fighting in this as like the main climax of this film almost even though it is not <laughs> and i can't explain well i can't explain but there's a long-winded explanation behind it that i don't want to get into um i just don't think i'll do this again like this was a big, to me, a big departure from the first movie. The second movie wasn't as good as the first movie either, but it doesn't, tra it's a fairly big departure from that movie as well, in my opinion. Like, completely different mood, completely different, like, characters in this, because, you know, she's not the same as she used to be. So, we get different, like, it, like, I think they were trying to pull a Harry Potter but in about four less books. Well, I'm pretty sure it probably translates better in the books, too. Probably, yeah. Because the book has better pace. Because a book has pacing set out for a book. And transferring mediums is always hard to do that because of the pacing of a book is different from a pacing for a movie. Books can have, like, more than a three-act structure. Mm-hmm. Movies, for the most part, you're going to want three acts. Yeah. You're not going to want to go beyond that. Even long movies like Endgame have three definitive acts. You have, for Endgame, you have the beginning part, the timey-wimey stuff, Endgame. <laughs> it's your three acts for this movie. Climax isn't where it would normally be um, in that movie. Because there's a, there's a couple climaxes in that movie. 
but it's three hours, so you need that. You can play around with the structure a little bit, but you have three main parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. And there's also, like, at least there's one thing, that, one complaint that I developed recently over Endgame, and it's how many endings it has. But that's recent because, I mean, it's ten years of story that they're putting to an end. So, like, I let it go sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, why does this bug me? I don't know. Um, but um, in this movie... Does it bug you in Lord of the Rings? Oh, yeah, sometimes. Depends why? on the day. I don't know. I don't know why that bothers people. There's a lot of stories to wrap up. Mm-hmm. So too many stories. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, like, sometimes it bugs me, sometimes it doesn't. It really depends on the day. Well, I generally don't know what to tell you because there's there's a lot of important things that need to get wrapped up in that. There is, yes. Uh, a lot, but in this movie, I don't feel like an like an. There's stuff that was wrapped up, yes, but I don't feel like there was enough at the same time. Well, that's definitely because there's a second part and it's halfway through a book. <laughs> so what you're doing is so. Funny enough, I just watched Lindsay Ellis's video about the Hobbit movies. Oh, okay. Um, which dealt with the fact that they were breaking a book. Let's say the the Hobbit has a three act structure. It doesn't. No. Um, the Hobbit is a very unique child's book, which is supposed to be read chapter by chapter, like per night kind of thing. Um, it's supposed to be the bedtime story. Um. So it's not exactly built in a structure. Well, you're going to break that into three movies. Mm-hmm. So three acts. And then each one of those movies needs three acts. Nine parts. With one book. Mm-hmm. You're playing with fire at that point. Or you're pulling a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's just too many people and not enough development. That's a different... That's a different issue. <laughs> um, like this, and this has that issue, in my opinion, of because you're breaking a book into two separate parts now, mm-hmm. the flow is going to be different. Yeah. So <laughs> where this movie ends doesn't feel like an end point. It feels like what the last movie should have endpointed with. You want to know where this movie should have, what part of this movie should have been in the last movie? What was that? Up until Katniss says, catching fire. Okay. Yeah. Because guess what? What? That was the name of the last fucking book. <gasps> wow. <laughs> and it, could you imagine if they ended with that line, how much hate they would have gotten? Yeah, but it would have been a more powerful moment. It would have, yes. And it would have definitely shut down the runtime of this. Probably made it a lot more entertaining. I mean, they both would... Like, it would have been two longer movies instead of three shorter movies. Yeah. You probably would have had... Instead of having two... Instead of three two to hour 20-minute movies, you'd have... Maybe one, two and a half hour, and then maybe two hour, two hour forty five. Okay, because there's a lot you can cut in these two, these two too. Mm-hmm. Which I'm just trying to imagine watching a three hour long Hunger Games movie. What I do? Well, it? it could work. It could work. Yes. Would I do it? Even with the like, even if they cut out, I don't know. Like for me, these two movies. Don't really warrant it. Like, just all together. If I'm being completely and utterly honest, like, they just, I, it might be honestly just a book in general, just changes too much for what I'm looking for when it, or when I think of these, this series. Okay. I need to ask you a question. I've never read the book, no. I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Steven. Mm hmm. This is one of those point, moments where I'm going to point out one of your uh, moments of hypocrisy. Yes. Okay. You always complain when characters don't have enough development and change mm-hmm. over the course of multiple movies. 
I'm not agreeing with everything that changes with this character. Mm -hmm. This isn't me defending that, mm -hmm. per se, because it could have been done full-heartedly better. But... But... Mm -hmm. It's the first thing you attack. Mm -hmm. The character development in a movie? Yeah. And in this movie... All of her character development happened while she was unconscious, really. Between the movies. Did it? Well, not really. I'm, I'm being harsh. You're, you're not wrong. I'm being kind of hypocritical and a bit harsh. Um, because of spoilers for the last movie, it ends with her essentially finding out that she's being played as part of a figurehead for a rebellion and she's angry about it and her friends who she was told was going to be saved was not saved and she feels guilty um and she gets drugged and passes out and then i can't remember what happens but she wakes she up wakes and then up talks to them again i think yeah she wakes up with uh um Philip Seymour Hoffman, uh, the late great, mm -hmm. um, with uh, him, uh, I think, um, yeah, Jeffrey Wright's on there as well, um, and then uh, our Marvel connection of the day, uh, Liam Hemsworth, um, mm -hmm. who played Thor. Mm -hmm. Yes, Liam Hemsworth in Thor in um Thor Ragnarok, right? Don't spoil it. I can just leave it as he played Thor. You know. Okay, fine. <laughs> he spoiled my joke. But no, yeah, he did play Thor in uh Thor Dark World, where he uh <laughs> was in a play as Thor because his brother, his actual brother, Chris. Place Thor, and it's it's such a funny meta joke. <laughs> it's almost I, as funny as having a giant Peter Dinklage. I, it's funnier. Okay, <laughs> it's arguably funnier. <laughs> I have to say that because I mean you didn't expect it, and then also you have Matt Damon as freaking Loki. Anyways, not talking about better movies today. Um. <laughs> I want to say he might have been the only connection I found, too. You told me last night, Mahershal, uh, Mahershal uh, Ali doesn't count yet because um, he signed on to do Blade, uh, but he's not Blade yet. Um, Soon, but not quite. So this is me preemptively saying this. If you go back and listen, that's also a Marvel connection. <laughs> but then we can go back to Ali the Battle Angel and be like, hey, this Marvel connection. <laughs> Which one in there? He's uh, Vector, the, the, the guy who was... Was it announced then? I don't think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> but now every it... movie from now on, we have to mention it. <laughs> Until he's officially announced, yeah, I'm giving you a timeline because this is, you know, it's time snapped when this was uh, recorded. And mm. every description of the video on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash LMG. I'm just kidding. Shut up. <laughs> <you fucker. laughs> All right. Uh, back to the movie. Back yeah. to the movie. This, I mean, this movie's a fucking bore. It really is. I'm. I'm also trying to think of characters that I liked this movie. Like, there's no one likable in this movie except for maybe Finnick. I was just about to say Finnick is the only one who I think is passable, passably likable. <laughs> maybe Woody Harrelson, just because it's fucking Woody Harrelson. He's uh, always. I mean, he, while Woody Harrelson does have his Woody Harrelson charm, I don't think that's enough for Hamish. Hamish. At least not in this uh, movie. Yes and no. Um, like I would. Everyone's argue... just really bland in the cast, though. Mm -hmm. 
like not like acting wise because this this is a star-studded cast by the way you have jennifer lawrence you have um liam hemsworth woody harrelson donald <laughs> sutherland philip seymour hoffman julia moore <laughs> willow shields uh sam claflin elizabeth banks Mahershala ali um jeffrey wright stanley tucci all in there a lot um and then like uh uh Jenna uh Malone um is one of the uh Hunger Games survivors who lived through the last one and is being captured right now. Um with where is uh with um with Annie uh played by Steph Dawson. You also have Natalie Dormer in this, who I didn't expect. Oh, that's the other Marvel connection. Eldon uh, Henson, who uh, plays Foggy in uh, Daredevil. He's a cameraman in this. Okay. I was, about to, I was about to ask, does that count? But yes, I asked that last time. And you're like, yes, TV shows count. So. Hey, they're <laughs> supposed to be canon. They're, it's, it's a gray area right now. I'm still going to count it. Okay. Um, I mean, hey. Um, what's his name? Um. Jarvis is there, so that was a TV show. He shows up in the movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they count. They count. Mm -hmm. Um, so like it's got a really good cast. Um, and I guess Josh Hutcherson is there. Um, he exists, yes, to plague your existence. I need to show everyone the picture I made. You know, that nightmare no. fuel. <laughs> We're not doing that today. No? Darn. It's just, it's why I grow this ugly little thing mm -hmm. on the face. Because when I shave, it shows more and I hate it. <laughs> Though he's got the reverse dimples of what I have. His go like out, mine go in. <laughs> Subtle oh. differences. That and he but has no, less of a double Hutchinson. chin, but whatever. <laughs> Sorry. But fuck you. Hey, that's why I grew the beard, so no one can see mine. It's here. It exists. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. I was about to say, yeah, there's nothing else to talk about in this movie, honestly. Um, maybe the best part would be the... Um, Scenery? But like set design? Eh. Eh? eh. Costuming, maybe? Everyone's in gray. True. Okay, you got me there. Hmm. They took out one of the best parts of the other movies, the costume design. Yeah, especially with freaking, uh, I can't remember her name at the moment, uh, Effie. Yeah. They took out some of the best part of it. The like because we're not in the capital anymore. You know, it's supposed to be like war and stuff like that. But everyone's wearing fucking gray. Gray blends in. Even in the capital, where the buildings are white, they're also gray. Alright. So yeah, Deb, I'm just gonna give you your popcorn kernels. How many out of All ten right. will you give to this movie? Ah, uh, fuck. I mean, I could have fallen asleep to it, so maybe a four. So four? I yeah, I'm going to give it a four. I was about to say, I was going to give it a nice, solid four and a half. Like, it's definitely not a middle-of-the-road movie. It's boring. I did actually start to fall asleep in the middle of this. I had to start the ending a second time because I was like, did I even really watch the ending? I watched it and was like, yeah, nothing happened. Hmm. <laughs> uh, it's not a good movie it's just and not that i was a big fan of the other ones yeah. we all know this i've yeah. stated this mostly because they've started to plague my existence mm -hmm. especially in the form of battle royale games and no i'm talking battle royale games. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and your and your personal looks i guess yeah because apparently people think i look like josh Hutcherson. <laughs> Just, I don't get. Yeah, I don't um, see him. He's clearly more handsome. I'm talking about Dev, not Josh Hutcherson. 
No, you're wrong on both takes. <laughs> Dev is saying Josh Hutcherson is more handsome. <laughs> He's in Hollywood. I'm not. Who needs default. Hollywood? Anyways, uh, it's just boring. It's really fucking boring. Mm-hmm. I just, I can't, I, di- I just didn't enjoy it. Yeah. No, I don't blame you. So let's start talking about the second movie today, which is Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2. Um, which released a year later. One um, whole year. On the 20th of November, 2015. Um, with a budget of $160 million. Uh, made a hundred and two million opening weekend, two hundred and eighty million uh, gross U.S. and six hundred fifty-eight million worldwide gross, which is less than the last one made. That's good. I remember correct. Yep. Um, and was also directed by Francis Lawrence. And I would say. This one's better, but not by much. I was about to say, I would actually argue this one's a little worse. It has more action in it. That's That's... why I'm saying it's better. I don't think it has... More things happen. Yes. Kinda. Yes. The biggest thing that, like... To me, when I can think of this movie, it boils down to the mutt scene. And... Why were they called mutts? I have no idea. I don't even know if they actually were called mutts. But that's what I'm pretty sure they were called. <laughs> also, they whispered can uh, Katniss. Or something very similar to it, yeah. I mean, this could be a debate just like... um. <laughs> How to Train Your Dragon. Just kidding, it's not going to be. Um, I really, if I'm being 100% honest, felt this movie was worse. Only because of the ending. Like, the ending of this movie really oh fucking God. pisses me off. Like, we have... Are we talking about the bombing? Yes. Ugh. This whole four-movie saga builds up to this moment. And it's honestly pointless. I genuinely feel like uh, we're back at Mass Effect 3 when everyone's like, all the endings lead to the same thing. Well, yeah, I I understand that with a game because it's tough to do a fucking design for a game where, like, every choice is going to affect your end, okay? Yeah. For a movie, it's different, but it's so fucking dull. Mm -hmm. Like, I just, I don't like, I don't, like, from there to the end, it's just me going, like, what the fuck, man? mm -hmm. I remember it all, but it feels like such a blur. This slow, like, this movie has a super slow beginning part. Mm Mm-hmm. Things happen. Bombing. Thing happens. With the assassination. Mm. And then movie dries out to the end. With, like, the post world. Mm -hmm. And, like, I just, I don't care. Genuinely, I'm I I don't like saying that, but I just don't care at this point. I don't know if it's just because I'm really fucking exhausted from not having a day off since fucking last Wednesday, <laughs> um, and having worked God knows how many fucking hours at this point in between that time. But man, like watching this last night. Before going to bed to get up early today. I've had all day to stew on part of this. Mm-hmm. 
I just like I there was a point at my at work where I was finishing up something and I was walking. I'm like, I don't want to review this movie. And it's not that it's that bad, okay? And I'm not I'm not saying it's that bad a movie, okay? It's just a boring movie. Some people would argue the worst thing you could say about a movie is that it's forgettable. And these two movies 100% are forgettable. I don't know if this one's forgettable. Ooh, really not. Because it's going to be etched into my brain as being what I would never want to do to my series if I ever had a series. <laughs> I think that's memorable to me. Okay. Why I will remember it. The last one's forgettable. 100%. Part one is just you can pretty much skip over it and understand what's happened. You were not wrong. Because they pretty much recap any everything pretty well, anyways. Um, but like this one's just—it's—it's it's trying to be more than it is at this point. And it just doesn't do it. Like all the PETA shit, man. And Gail, fucking Gail, dude. Like, what the fuck, man? Ugh. And then you have, like, new cast members, too, who are added to this. Um, With, uh, let me scroll down, because you have the squad that gets added to the team, too. Mm-hmm. Um, With, uh, where are they? You have, um, Pink Holmes is Omid. Abite, who um, was in The Mandalorian as Dr. Uh, Pershing. Um, you had the twins, which I'm trying to find them. Um, I'm trying to find who the leader of their team was really quick. Because I recognized her. Thought. I could be wrong. Did I, did I mistake her for someone else? Hold on. I'm trying to find her. Because, like... I'm trying to find the one person through really small profile images. Yeah, is no. It's never easy. Just show me. Especially when you don't remember the character's name. <laughs> Because they were, and this is no offense to the actress that played the character, but the squad commander person yeah, just was there. Like, that's all I got for them. They were there. Lieutenant Jackson? Commander Paler? Commander Paler is someone else. Um... Commander Lime. I don't think they were a commander. Because those were those like higher up officials, not the, not in the squad. Those were the rebel leader people. Yeah, I have no idea. I can't find them offhand. Oh well. Doesn't matter. Um, because most of them fucking like are noticeable fodder for people anyways. It's just, it's just a fucking, it's like, there's a scene where, um, President Snow's like, oh, well, I guess we'll just make these into games. But dude, your traps are fucking boring at this point. And overkill for sure. Are they? Well, I would argue that the flame and the turret gun were overkill. When it comes to the, the amount that they threw out. Um, well, imagine that it's taking out a brigade. Okay, maybe if that was what's happening, but still. Um, <clears throat> the one that I thought was way too overly complex and really doesn't fucking make sense was the... 
ooze. I don't know if it was magnetic or what, because there's like a net that came out of it. It makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> we sat there. Like, I kind of wish people showed up to the movie night because you and me literally. Oh, people sat did. There. Oh, more people. For the first one. Yeah. <laughs> but you and me literally sat there and we're like, well, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. And then this and this. Like, we literally spewed off like six or seven different things. They're like, this trap doesn't make sense. <laughs> you have no idea what's in the liquid. You have no idea what, why there's a net thing in it. It just, it doesn't, it just moving, moving doesn't movie. <laughs> yeah, move, th like this, this one is definitely like a movie's got a movie, but by the end of it, it has no payoff worthy. But movie of, doesn't movie. It doesn't movie. No, it, this, how long is this movie? I didn't double check here real fast. This movie is. It's two hours and 16 minutes. Longer than the other one by 12 uh, minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, um, it does so much yet so little where by the like the endings were multiple and I felt like they really didn't matter in this case. Honestly, nothing mattered by the end there. Um, especially when we got to the s far future. Uh, I thought the best part was the mutts, like I said, and um, and that's only because they built up tension. But at the same time, I thought they were being ridiculous and overplayed. Like, oh, we're going to get you. The tension building was annoying. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm all for, like, tension building where it's going to pay off. But, like, you're not a horror movie. You, you do, like, the two. You don't do, like, the four take. Mm -hmm. They do, like, a four or five take. And I'm like, bro, come on. Just, just do the thing that you're going to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or reduce the things where it's not doing the thing you're going to do. So we can just get to the point faster instead of sitting here like, oh, 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 it's just, oh, no, I hear it would be, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> No, I definitely feel like I could have slept through this movie, too. I'm pretty sure I did for a little bit. And then I watched it again with you while editing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. This movie just is... It, it exists. I'm um, trying to think. There's not really anything that I could talk about in this movie as well. Without spoilers. Same. Because... Well, on... I mean, I can't, like, I can't talk about acting on this. Because, like, everyone is just... They're the same as... I'm... Last it's movie. it's they get prequeled they get star wars prequeled i was feeling that honestly like the biggest comparison that i could pull in all the movies that i can think of which isn't very many off the top of my head i'll be honest i always need coaxing was the prequel series where everyone loved four five and six then in one two and three they got a lot more political minded and they tried to do like different world building aspects that nobody liked and everyone was dry. Mm -hmm. That definitely happened in this movie. I would say, even in this movie, the one that the the, pre, the person that I liked the most, if there was such a person, honestly, there honestly wasn't the person that sticks out. Can't think of a single one. Finnick has a cool fight. Yeah, Finnick has a cool fight. Um, President Snow, like, even though he loses, seems to be the winner in the end. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman and the CG person that they, uh, replaced him with at the end was okay. Like, I honestly, if this was the last movie he was in, I kind of feel bad. <laughs> because he really does nothing in this movie. He has well, they five only lines. had a little bit shot when he passed. Yeah. It wasn't like they had a lot done and then... Um, and then did the, like, the stuff they did with, like, uh, with Carrie Fisher and stuff like that. I don't know, man. Like, there are better book-to-movie adaptations to watch. 
I'm really, I'm really hoping, because, dude, this month has been all over the fucking place. And we only have one leak left. I'm really hoping we go for a three out of five good, not a three out of five bad. <laughs> but the fact that I'm pretty sure there was a fifth book to the, the next series, and it wasn't adapted, not a promising sign. <laughs> Ooh, that could be a problem now that you mentioned it. So, do we want to just hop in the kernel, uh, kernels and then popcorns? Yeah, yeah, popcorn. Go. Popcorns and then spoilers is what I meant. Uh, <laughs> for me, honestly, I'm going to give this one a four. I mean, a 4.5. Cool. No wonder. Literally, I was looking at this movie. I was like, why is it that fucking this movie... And the last movie have the exact same rating on IMDb and on Metacritic. You and I are the answer. <laughs> it's, it's, we're exactly the answer sometimes. Some of the stuff that we wanted more in the last one is here in this one and vice versa for you. That's... We're awful people. <laughs> we're not awful people, but... Hit the spoiler button, please. Let's get ready to spoiler! Ooh, we're spoiling. So, um, only thing, only, literally the only thing I want to talk about is the end of this movie. Are you ready? I'm cool with that. Okay. So, the end of this movie happens where, um... The rebellion is talking about making it into the capital using an army of people that they have convinced from, you know, the other districts. Um, then for some reason, I can't remember why, honestly, Katniss and um, what's his name? Uh, Gail go together to go into the president's mansion because he invites all the civilians to join him in his mansion for protection and safety from the oncoming army. Um, while they're trying to sneak in, uh, like an actual like rebellion of people from the main district, the central district starts fighting and they close off the gates and pe there's panic and fighting ensues. And in all of this commotion, children start getting separated from parents. And when all is said and done and things calm down, these drops fall from above. And they're full of bombs, but they look like they were sent from the capital to help everybody. But they're not. They're, they're gifts from the Hunger Games. Yeah. They, they drop down. Somebody literally just pokes it and it explodes. And then people rush. All the children are dead. All the children are dead, and most of the parents nearby, too. Uh, people rush in to start helping, including Katniss's sister. And then suddenly, there's a second explosion. Whoa! Where did this one come from? Where did the first explosion come from? Oh! <laughs> well, it came from the capital, Stephen. Of mm -hmm. course. Yeah. Um, so, in the second explosion, Katniss is knocked out. She's concussively knocked out. She's on fire. She's literally the girl on fire in the rubble. Dark smoke rises off of her in a symbolic way. It's like the last burning embers of her uh, and her will to fight on or whatever. And at least that's what I was assuming they were trying to go for in the metaphor. But I really have no idea. And um, then we jump forward in time where she's healed and she's in a hospital. And we find out that after the bombing of the children which was on broadcasted on national television all over Panem. Um, people stormed the Capitol. The guards betrayed the ca uh, President Snow. And now President Snow is a prisoner to be executed. Yeah. Um, and I could stop there, honestly, for now, because we're, we're at the part that I care about. All of this four-movie arc builds up to Katniss facing off against Snow and dismantling the Rebellion, and she don't do shit. Inevitably. Oh, she dismantles the 
so to go, I think it builds up to the scene after, which is like then discussing doing the Hunger Games, her saying yes so she can kill Snow. Mm-hmm. After Snow said it wasn't me, mm-hmm. um, he pulled a Shaggy. Um, wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Bombing all the children. Mm-hmm. Wasn't me. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Got a riff occasionally. No, I hear you. <laughs> I didn't kill your sister. Wasn't me. <laughs> um, I murder people when it has meaning. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Bombing babies was just wasteful. <laughs> it wasn't me. Here I was gonna surrender. <laughs> wasn't me. <laughs> Here I am, you've got me red-handed for something that I didn't do. <laughs> Alright, I'm done. <laughs> Caught me red-handed for something I was framed to do. I like it. We got a parody forming. We got a Hunger Games parody music video forming. Oh, God. Um. Anyways. Uh, See so yeah, how that happens. And so Katniss is going to shoot Snow. But he tells her that um, President Coin planned the whole thing. She was actually the one who dropped the bombs. And it worked to sway public opinion. So that's why people stormed the gate. And And then also, Coin's like, I'm going to be interim president. Yes. Until order is given. And then everyone in the room is kind of like, excuse me? For how long is interim? <laughs> and then she's like, "But yeah, we should have a Hunger Games." And then, like, half the room's like, "Fuck that!" Uh, fuck, we've been there, mm-hmm. except for like a, a handful of them who are like, eh, "You know what? Fuck it, let's go." Well, um, yeah, to suffer, make them suffer. Why not? And then Katniss is the vote that makes it up to Hamish's vote. Mm-hmm. Like Katniss votes for for the Hunger Games, which makes it up to Hamish. And Hamish, knowing Katniss is up to something because she voted for it. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. What? <laughs> we'll see how this plays out. She's she's obviously got something going on because mm-hmm. Katniss was like the most against the Hunger Games. So obviously something's up. Um, and that's where like the execution and Snow's dying from some disease they don't really say yeah that one was really underhanded too like it would have been better I'm just dying if he just died in a hospital a bed with no fanfare just well i'm fine with him being beaten to death um Mobbed. by the people yeah um coin dying by katniss's hands makes sense um, use me worse than my, than he did yeah, pretty much. Um, so she kills Coin because Coin is bad, and then uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's character apparently wrote a letter. Um, Hamish reads it off, being like, "Hey, thank you. I had a feeling that you would do something like this, so we're gonna push. You know, I'm gonna help push for uh, Commander pa- uh, Piler, Paler, um, and they will um, pardon you." Um, as soon as they're elected, the people of really resonate with her, and they will vote for her. Mm-hmm. And it's so, democratic vote and all that. So it's like, oh, hey, systems in place. Is it really? He, they use the games master to sway the public into voting for her. <sighs> it's whatever at this point, man. He's the game. It's whatever. It's a game to him. It's the fucking. It's Game of Thrones, bro. <laughs> with Game of Thrones actresses in it. Fucking Natalie Dormer's there. You're not wrong. This is well after. Did she? She wasn't killed off yet, was she? In her show? I don't think so. Oh, I gotta check. Wait, she was in fucking First Avenger? <laughs> oh, was she the blonde? That kiss cap? Natalie. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going. Dev's going down the rabbit hole of the gallery photos of uh, First Avenger. About to say, are we about to find? (gasps) She was. 
there's a new Marvel connection from now on. <laughs> oh, Natalie Dormer is a Marvel connection. <laughs> from one of my favorite Marvel movies. Oh my God. I didn't even recognize her. She's so, she looked, she's a fucking chameleon, bro. I'm not, I'm not even fucking around, dude. Cause like the three things I know her from now, she's completely different in all three. Mm-hmm. Game also, of Thrones, Tyrell. Yeah, she was also in Captain America, the first adventure. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Three things. Hunger Games, the fucking side tattoo, and then the blonde who kisses Cap in first adventure. My mind's blown. <laughs> it's happened. Um, I don't know. She's a fucking chameleon. Like, more props to her, because she's fucking great. Um... But I'm pretty... Was she dead yet in the show? Let's see. So, First Avenger was 2011. I'm going to say that filmed probably in 2009. When did she die in Game of Thrones? No, I'm talking about in this, not First Avenger. I Like, I don't know. I don't know. I've got no answers for you. I'm not. That was Google season. That, I'm just. I'm more saying that would have been season like six, right? Where the the Citadel gets blown up. Let me see. Uh, end of season season six. I know that. Um, which season six was what? Uh, 2016. No. So she. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm more, that's more on you, man. Winch, the winds of winter is that the yeah, the winds Lord of winter was the Okay, yeah, so that's 2016. So there was she died after she had already done Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. So, all right, I just wanted to make sure. I don't know why. Um, more credit to her because she played you know, like she's I oh you know I'll give it to them. The camera team is actually entertaining. I think they have more character than the characters. <laughs> they do. They really do. Honestly they do. What the fuck, man? Why do the can why does the production team characters have more character than the other characters? Can you understand like what her character's goal is is to get something real out of the person. What they're filming. Oh, this fun fact the here. The two cameramen are brothers. Yeah, go ahead. It says uh, that Natalie Dormer was selected, was announced as the first additional actress to join the cast for season two uh, in June 2011. Of this movie? No, in Game of Thrones, sorry. So she was added to the cast of Game of Thrones on the 23rd of June 2011 publicly for season 2 of Game of Thrones yeah mm-hmm. and th- this movie was filmed in what mo- what year 2014 sorry it was 15? released 2015 yeah so it's filmed 2020 yeah she would have been filming both of these at the same time probably yeah that's what I was saying yeah just making sure just clar- double checking, clarifying. <laughs> I I don't even know what to say at that this point now. <laughs> I'm completely derailed. Whatever. I don't know. And then the whole rest of the end just is boring bullshit. Yeah, the whole rest of the end is Peter. Gail Gail fucking sucks, man. The whole conversation between Peter and Gail being pretty much, well, who gets her? It's such a dumb fucking trope, goddamn love triangle conversation, and I hate it! We both survived. This doesn't normally happen in these kind of movies. Huh. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I have nothing else to add. I'm done. I'm done with it. I hate it. I don't like it. You don't even like the eight years later? Oh! When she's obviously the exact same age, but holding a baby? Putting your headphones doesn't block. Uh, covering your head oh! doesn't block me out. 
I have headphones on. <laughs> you have headphones on. God, I can't word right now. Um, yeah, I got nothing else on this movie, honestly. It exists. It's not very good. It that's why I gave it a worse rating. <laughs> so, um news? Yeah, sure. Fine, whatever. Just stop talking about this. I can't handle it anymore. Uh, no, Dev, can you press the button? Ooh, that was fancy. We're in the news section now. There was anchor towards the end. <laughs> so, hi, it's the news section. We got things to talk about. I know we do. I forgot to pull it up, though. Even though I was literally just looking it up on my phone. Got to grab it. Um... Boom, boom, boom. So news. The news that strikes this week is... Well, let's talk about Amber Heard. It's a continuing story that keeps popping up. I found this article by a website called We Got This Covered saying that WB can't fire Amber Heard due to her contract. Um, like it's in her contract that she is supposed to be for this role for a certain amount of movies like they did for a bunch of the others. So they can't fire her. They did that with Johnny Depp. Or have her step down, apparently. They did that with Johnny Depp. But he was, was it WB that did it? (laughs) Yes. Because they own the rights to fucking goddamn Harry Potter. That's a bullshit article. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. But that's why I wanted to bring it up. Uh, I thought it was funny because it was interesting. Like, it's a continuation of a story that we have heard over and I'm over and so over I'm just so tired again. of it, man. But this, yeah, this was definitely a press punchline grabber. Like, hey, want to see this clickbait? <laughs> and that's kind of why I posted it in there. Clever catch down. Well, I just, I don't like those articles because it's just stupid. It's that... They don't have any sources on it. Mm-hmm. Even, even if it's in our contract, they had the same kind of contracts for everyone. Nowadays, yeah. I mean, it's definitely not studio age of filmmaking, where they literally controlled the actor as much as they do. Like, as much as they did. They control actors. They do, yes. But not nearly as much as they did in the past. Um, wow, that just... I can't work today. But uh, yeah, that article does that and talks about things like that. Um, second thing I wanted to talk about, and our Twitter also kind of talked about it a little bit. We had a vote about it on our Twitter. Um, there is a sequel coming out for the Shark, Shark Boy and Lava Girl movie. Uh, it is called We Can Be Heroes, I believe, or We Are Gonna Be Heroes, or something along that line. I'm pretty sure it's We Can Be Heroes. Um, with adult Shark Boy and Lava Girl, with their child, <laughs> and I think at some point, probably not right away in January, but probably sometime in January, maybe February, uh, we are gonna watch it because we put a poll up on Twitter, and Twitter voted yes, watching both Shark Boy and Lava Girl and. Uh, we can be heroes. <laughs> you seem so upset. I don't want to do those movies. Is that where you draw the line? You're gonna tap out that week and fight somebody else? Oh fuck off! I'm just quite. I'm just wondering. <laughs> I I mean, there's no way it could be worse than Death Note, can it? I don't even fucking start. <laughs> uh, I like the awkward silence. So, um, yeah, I got nothing else on that one. Uh, <laughs> we'll probably be watching it sometime soon. Uh, not overly soon, but probably next month. No, not December. I'm kidding. It doesn't come out until New Year. Uh, <clears throat> moving on, though. <laughs> Dev's desperation's like, oh, fuck me. I'm too tired for this. 
I'm fucking exhausted. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Like that, like trying to talk about that last movie has killed me. Well, I don't blame you. Uh, other things I want to talk about. Uh, honestly, there's not really much else that has caught my attention this week. And I have been honest, trying to read as much film news as I can. Uh, a lot of things are talking about movies still being pushed back or not making enough money in theaters or whatever. Uh, there's this film coming out to VOD called Freaky or da 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 Like, <laughs> I don't try. I, I don't feel like that news really matters, honestly. And everything else, things are like, you can watch Jaws. In, uh, uh, the Jaws shark installed at the Academy Museum in Los Angeles. Don't get me wrong. That's kind of cool. But that's not really movie news. <laughs> Especially since you could see the original. Originally, you could see the Jaws in Universal Studios in California. But I guess they just made it cheaper for people. That sounds about right for them. So yeah, movie news. Gremlins 3. Some uh, movie called The 355 being pushed back a whole year. The Simon Kenberg action film starring Jessica Chastain. I never heard of until just now. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, this is news. Uh, remember back to a little while when we had uh, discussions about John Boyega talking about uh, how people of color storylines were diminished in Star Wars? Yeah. Yeah. So apparently, John Boyega recently talks about uh, how that conversation and criticism led to a very transparent and honest conversation with Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, it says here that... Um, he was worried about being dubbed as difficult or even being blacklisted. Uh, but. Sorry. Here. He said, uh, so I got on the phone call with Kathleen Kennedy and she verbally showed me support and we got to have a really nice, transparent and honest conversation to benefit the both of us. I think these kinds of conversations can get into uh, can go into the realm of sounding like you're just trying to save your own career, but this was great uh, now. As uh, was, uh, but it but what is great now is that it's a conversation that everyone has access to. Now people can express themselves about how about this, knowing that a character we love, especially in these big franchises like Marvel and Star Wars, uh, we love them because of the moments that they are given, and we love them because of these moments and their historic, mo and they are heroic moments that these producers all decided that these characters decided for these characters so we need to see that these characters uh that's are maybe black and so on but yeah am i really so we need to see that in our characters that may be black and from other cultures how they have all these adventures and that they go through all these decisions and whatnot i just misread that a little bit i'm sorry dyslexia kicked in there i apologize but he's saying that it was a good conversation and he's looking forward to the future of how Star Wars, at least Star Wars is going to go with people of color, but maybe even further with Marvel and other Disney properties. Oh, speaking of which, I didn't know. You probably know this. We never talked about it on um, this show. Um, Kevin Feige has been moved up from being the head of Marvel with Disney. Like, Oh, Disney Marvel movies to just being overall the head creative director of Marvel. So he's in charge. That of, sounds right. Yeah. So he's in charge of comics and movie like animated movies and TV shows and actual live adaptations. And like, he's just in charge of everything. And that's really cool. But also I can imagine incredibly stressful. Yeah. Is that uh, the Queen's Gambit breaks Netflix records um, as the most popular limited series in its streaming services history? That's some news. So I might watch that later today. 
There you go. So next week's movies. Some things about that. Yeah. Sorry. What were you, what? I said I've heard some good stuff about it. Yeah, I've heard some good things about it too. So uh, I guess it's worth watching. Especially if you want to get into... There's a lot of weird rules in chess I never understood. Like the, the, the castle maneuver and... Really, that's about it. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Go watch that if you want to see something that's interesting, apparently. Uh, but next week's movies. So, we talked about it a little bit earlier. We are going to be finishing up the Maze Runner franchise movies. The ones that are available. I mean, there was a fifth book, but it wasn't made into a movie, like Dev said. So, yeah, we're watching Maze Runner. I, I don't really care about their names. <laughs> Do you want to say what they are? The titles? I have. I don't have them offhand. It's just the Maze Runner one through uh, two through four. <laughs> Sorry, uh, that just made me chuckle. I don't know why. Like Man, I haven't gone through and fixed the list. I didn't fix the list until today. Okay. For Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. And then next week we'll announce what we're doing for next month. But uh, it should be fairly obvious that it's December. And, you know, a lot of people sell, uh, phrasing is very important here. It's December. It's the spirit of giving and holiday season. So we'll be watching holiday movies. (laughs) Way to spoil it. But they don't know which ones. It's fairly obvious. It's like, what movies are we going to watch in October? It's me. We're probably watching horror. <laughs> Even if there's no good horror movies out, we're watching horror. Because they're just horrible movies. Um, But yeah. That's next week. Maze Runner 2 through 4. And... Oh, fuck. I hit a button. I, I guess... Oh, fuck. I hit a button. Here we go again. Ah, fuck. <laughs> We're done. I'm done. Oh. We're just... Bye. Bye, everyone. See you next week. Thanks for being here. You're awesome. Buttons. No clever comment this time. What? What do you want from me?